millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to Tender Loving Care with your host myself Pauline and my darling Kate. Every week Kate and I break down a show from the TLC network, the name of the network that I believe for the longest time was an acronym for Tender Loving Care. And then I found out it actually stood for the Learning Channel and I saw the types of shows that are on that channel and my deep confusion bred this podcast. Each week Kate and I will randomly select a show to cover for the next episode by spinning our glorious beautiful wheel of shame which has only the trashiest of trash TLC and Discovery Plus shows that we'll be studying. Okay. Hi. Hello. Here to talk about murder once again. Murder. And I love that it's New York Post, which obviously holds, which is our trade, trade of choice, holds our trade of choice, page six. And we have a podcast about trash. So some people may call it trash TV, about trash TV. And the New York Post, most people will call that trash newspaper as well so it's very fitting (laughs) yeah i loved i loved hearing from the people that worked there and just the comments they were making yeah Mm. it was it was a a good show it's it's a good one um guys we can do a little little bit of housekeeping that we did just before we start um uh, that we did in yesterday's episode. If you have not listened to yesterday's episode, go and listen to it. We cover 90 Day Fiancé. Um, Patreon, we just want to chat really, really quickly about our subscribers. Firstly, thank you for everybody that subscribes to the extra content that you can get. If you're not familiar, you can go into our show notes on um, our podcast feed right now and you can click and sign up for five just for five bucks a month, you get all our back catalog. Plus, twice a month, Kate and I do extra length um, episodes on varying um, documentaries that we watch. It could be about aliens, ghosts, poltergeists, cults, pop culture, Anna Nicole Smith, Brittany Murphy. Like, we've done so much and we're doing a lot more. Um, 
they can only be accessed if you become a subscriber. So we've had a lot of people sign up. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, back end of stuff, a couple of months ago, Kate and I had switched from the people that were hosting our podcast to another one called ACOS, which I'm sure you've heard of in the ads running during this episode. Um, and it's brilliant. We love ACOS. Um, however, it is not, uh, it's only linked up to Patreon. So essentially, if you signed up to get our subscriber episodes, not via Patreon, there was a way to do it that was through the feed. That no longer exists. Um, all the episodes are still there. I want to make sure that everyone is getting them. So I've been chatting with a couple of you in the DMs on our Instagram, Tender Loving Care podcast, and double checking whether you um want to make sure that you've been charged correctly and that you are getting all of our episodes. So if you um, have found there's any discrepancies or need any help, please reach out to us. If you had subscribed any other way than Patreon, you probably will now have to change over to Patreon. That is the only way you can get our subscriber episodes. It's dead easy. Go into our show notes, click the link. Um, you will not be double charged because that, that platform no longer exists. Um, if you have any issues, DM us, Kate and I will solve it out and sort it all out for you. Yes. Thank you so much. And your with your, uh, patience about that. We didn't realize that the subscribers weren't getting the episodes. The episodes have been coming out. There's, yeah. um, you know, a whole bunch in there. So, um, just let us know if you need assistance, just like, uh, Polly said. Exactly. So thank you. Thank you for that. Um, Kate, I'm kind of ready to head in. Do you have any other news you want to share? I was just perusing page six, by the way, and it said something about Kathy Hilton going into a musical. I don't know what that's about. I will look later, but she would be amazing. I, that's, I had not heard about that. Um, my mom keeps sending me, she always sends me texts when she's watching Thousand Pound Sisters. And wow. I need to get caught up because I'm dying to see how Tammy's doing and she's it's, my mom my mom said she dropped a hundred pounds so oh, she has she looks great in the filming and she's gonna she looks even better now it's not an easy watch I'll tell you that because mm. Amy is in so much pain she's in yeah. so much pain it's very hard to watch but um we love our thousand pound sisters so I would de definitely recommend get on it kate I know. um but i mean i oh, i also went on to the single life i must say that i don't know if any of you guys are watching it out there i went on to the single life it's got chantelle who is should not has no business trying to find the she's literally just got divorced gone to greece and it's like i've decided i want to meet a greek man and fall in love I don't know where these people, I don't know why these people can't be alone for two seconds. I don't get oh, it. Please go to therapy. Yeah. I know. Go to therapy. <laughs> um, but we do have the return of Natalie. And I didn't oh. think I was going to enjoy this because it's people being repeated and repeated. Natalie's mother's come over. They've sold everything, gone to LA. And that Josh guy who owns that Bobo faux modeling agency, unclear exactly what he does. She's like, oh, okay, so now I'm here. Josh is going to take care of everything. He's going to get us a house because I have no credit, no social security. You know, he's going to get me everything now. So, um, yeah, here we are. And he's like, what? It's something. She does have nerve. Oh, my. <laughs> Natalie. Natalie. I was commenting um, on Reddit because someone was like, <laughs> bless their heart. They were like, how do we think Natalie could even have an acting career? And I just gave a straight answer. And I was like, I think her only chance is 
like commercial acting, non-speaking role. No, she'd be great. That can you imagine? She's the perfect person to meet on background. She would be mm-hmm. great because she would be convinced, you know, she's 39, 40 or something. And she's like, this is where I start my acting career. And God bless yeah. her. Some people have. Some people have. But with Natalie, she would be walking around as background, but she'd be the one that would be going over to <laughs> all of the cast. Yeah. Like she'd see them and be like, oh, hi, can I just get a photo with you? She'd be kicked off every set. It would she'd be, be wonderful. She'd be, she'd be walking. She's supposed to just walk across camera and she would be the one that's just, uh, what do they call it? Spike? Strike? Spiking yeah. the camera? Yeah, spiking it. She'd just be she'd, right down with the those lens. eyes. Yeah, with those right eyes. Right down the lens. And <laughs> it would just be like, just, I just need you to walk from that side of the room to that side. Don't look at the, ca- I just need you to walk. walk as though you're walking down the street. And she'd be doing a full, because she's so, every move, movement of her is so exaggerated. So she'd be doing this big dramatic, like on a catwalk walk. It would be fabulous, Kate. It but would. She, I would check it out. Seeing her go absolutely nuts bajuts is shocking that she's still doing it. And this Josh, she's grabbing onto his arm like, ah, I love you. I don't think he... Are they supposed to be in a relationship? Unclear. He's, but anyway, he's just there for the exposure. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, Ty Ray is there, who oh. we love. Um, and then yeah. went on a date and got stood up. Oh, oh. I know. Uh, I love him. Yeah. Um. All right, Kate. Do you want to take us into torn from the headlines? The New York Post reports. <laughs> yes. Um. Okay. So. Do I have a description? I actually did not send that to you. It's one line. That's okay. Okay. I can read it. Okay. So it's it's so the Wheel of Shame last week chose torn from the headlines. The New York Post reports, and it's a series. Uh, staffers from the newspaper offer v- viewers a behind the headlines look at some of New York's most infamous crimes. Yes. So Holly picked the episode. It's season one, episode five, I think. And it's called Million Dollar Murder. So they bring us right into the story right away. It's October 1990. We're in the Upper East Side of Manhattan. And this man is walking down the sidewalk with grocery bags. And a guy comes up behind him Mm -hmm. and shoots him in the back a few Mm -hmm. times Mm -hmm. and just walks away Mm -hmm. so that's what happened and i would like to mention that this is a reenactment so we are getting real nypd um offers which i will get into and staffers from the new york post and reenactment so we love a good reenactment we do love that it was a well done reenactment too i thought yeah unfortunately it wasn't as shitty as we like for tlc yeah Unfortunately, yeah. we we love a weird prop. We love, yeah, but it was yeah. it was actually pretty well done. Yeah, and this was October nineteen ninety that George yes. Kogan was shot. He'd gone to go and get some shopping, as Kate said. Someone came up behind him, shot him in the back three times. Ca- witnesses say the man casually put the gun back in the thing it was carried in and walked off. Walked off, just walked away like he was going to meet someone for lunch mm-hmm. and. So the doorman rushes to George's side, calls 911. George gets rushed to the hospital. The detectives um, are on the scene right away. They find out it was a 44 caliber revolver, which is a huge gun that you 
someone would pick to kill a person with. It's it's really dangerous. And um, then they're asking around the neighborhood. And like you say, there's there was an eyewitness who saw it happen but didn't see the guy's face. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we start learning more about George's life. And so the girlfriend lived, they lived together in this nice high rise apartment or whatever in, uh, upper East side. And she shows up at the hospital. He ends up passing away mm-hmm. and she's very distraught. Um, and so they're trying to figure out like who has the motive and we find out like her ex boyfriend might have beef with George because she was dating this psychiatrist and then she left him to be with George. Mm-hmm. So they're like, Oh, maybe it's him. And mm-hmm. then, um, they finally end up talking to her and they don't think it's her because she didn't gain, she wouldn't gain anything from it. And mm-hmm. she seems genuinely really distraught about it. Yeah. Now, you've got to keep in mind, this man was shot, it was 1990s in New York during the 80s went through, 70s and 80s were terrible in New York, violence. But this was 1990, this was the Upper East Side. This is Lou's area. Mm -hmm. Lou, Sonia, Dorinda, this is money, money, money. And it was the, sorry, and it was the middle of the day. And um, he was just shot. So it was so shocking. It made every newspaper, hence why New York Post it was such a insane crime. People couldn't believe this was happening in the Upper East Side. Yeah. Um, and you know, I do love that the 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 reenactment was done well, but it was very obviously, if you know, it was the universal backlot. Like you could see practically the hills of Burbank behind it. But anyway, it was good. The um, girlfriend Mary Louise, yes. Um, this was, I think he they'd been together for a bit. Um, they suspected this ex-boyfriend. They ruled him out. They just started doing a lot of digging into who he was. There is one cop, um, an NYPD officer, who comes on, who I am just in love with. His name's Joseph, Joseph Buffalino. I mean, you couldn't get a better name. He was straight out of NYPD Blue. If anyone remembers NYPD Blue, shout out. Law and order. Hey! Joe Buffalino, we got another murder over here. I mean, it was he was he was getting his salami, you know, from the deli. It was just out. He was doing outstanding work. Um, so he he was talking about this, and um, they ruled out the psychiatrist. Yep, uh, he was dating someone new. Seemed very happy. There was an ex-wife and two children. So the ex-wife was Barbara Cogan. And they had been married for a long time. Um, they had actually, you know, um, uh, George Cogan, sorry, had grown up very wealthy in Puerto Rico, actually. He had come mm-hmm. from a wealthy family, a lot of real estate, that type of stuff. Um, he went to New York to go to NYU. And that's where he met Barbara. And she, they got together, fell in love. They went back to San Juan and she became a socialite there very, very wealthy, really hobnobbing. Um, They ended up having two children, two boys. And when the boys went to university, it was time for them to go to university, they moved to New York. So they went back to New York City. Um, They were on Fifth Avenue. I mean, just tons of money. Um, His father, who had owned um, some hotels and things, had sold that. So he had decided to open an antiques gallery. And 
the bottom line is that they just didn't know really what they were doing. He was a businessman when it came to hotels and things like that his family was involved in in Puerto Rico, but with antiques, they just didn't really know what they were doing. So they were buying all these things, but it wasn't a huge success. So they decided to hire a PR person to come in. And this PR person was Mary Louise. And Mary Louise became enamored by this older gentleman, George Kogan. And George Kogan was certainly enamored with Mary Louise. And they started an affair which broke up the marriage. Now, it was said in that, you know, Mary Louise um, was told by him that, you know, they weren't, him and his wife weren't sleeping in the same room. She always put him down, that he was like killing himself with food. Apparently he put on a ton of weight um, and he was not very healthy. And she came in and... Um, kind of changed all of that and they fell in love the affair they were going through the process the divorce was lengthy because there was so much there was wealth apparently there was all of this so the detectives start looking in to that angle they then get back from the pathologist that the or yeah i guess this would be pathologist not sure um hollow the the bullets that we used were hollow point bullets now i know nothing about guns and bullets but i know that hollow point bullets from all of the crime and stuff are the i just go in and wreck a body like every bullet does but their hollow point they go in and they splinter so shrapnel goes into every organ and it's horrendous and it's used a lot by hitmen Right. So they start to wonder, they're like, this is the type of crime that maybe the mafia's involved. Like they they start wondering, okay, what else was George involved in? Who else might have wanted to take him out? And they find out that a guy with ties to the mafia owed George nine million dollars. So that's their new lead. And so then they talk to him and they look into George's financials and they find out that he is only worth, quote unquote, worth $2 million. And has which, chump change in the Upper East Side. Exactly. Exactly. But he was walking around like he had way more money than that. He had designer clothes. He's got this very fancy apartment cars, properties, all this stuff. So they were shocked by that amount. And um, but anyways, the guy with the ties to, with the mafia ties ended up being a dead end because there was a paper trail of everything. And he was like, oh, I was on a payment plan. I was paying him back. You know, I yeah. it was all good. And so they're like, OK, now what? And um, meanwhile, there's all this chatter, you know, the ladies who lunch are gossiping yes. the Upper East Side um, about Ramona. Ramona's going around. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you hear about Barbara? <laughs> and they are, you know, there's there's all these rumors, not rumors, but just talk about Barb got dumped for this younger woman. Mm -hmm. And what's the deal with Barbara in all of this? She's being called the Black Widow. She's going around wearing black clothing. And she actually does an interview with the New York Post to mm. try to clear her name about all of this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she loves the attention and stuff. She does. When the funeral, she did this interview with the New York Post, so we got some perspective of some of the reporters and what how this came off. Um, they said, she, like you say, she loved the attention. 
the funeral was a complete opportunity for her to be the grieving widow. Uh, she was taking sleeping pills. The sons, because she has these two grown-up sons at this point, they're probably university age or a little bit older, just graduated university. So they were taking care of her. She wasn't eating. They said she was just medicating herself and bludgeoning herself with sleeping pills and alcohol, and she was a mess. But she managed to go she went to the funeral. She had to be held up, paparazzi everywhere, because this was such a shocking crime. Um right. You know, they do find out as well that the antique store had been robbed a couple of months before George was killed. And I thought they were going to say that there may have been a connection. But what it was is that it was just an, people then didn't want to go to the shop. So it caused more of this. This this business was failing. You know, they just they were not getting anything. So that's when they looked into the finances and they see that he was living a life of a multi multimillionaire, but he did not have the bank account to back it up um right. the interview that she did did do with the new york post we saw clips of it and i will say there was a photo of barbara with a stunning papillon now i love my pomeranians but i also love a little papillon so i was very happy to see that i just wanted to note that um so the new york post you know they were saying it lives for scandals if you know anything about the new york post it's it's it is a conservative newspaper um and people do look at it very very trashy you know they do um but it covers everything and they will get the dirt on every what think of the daily mail it's basically <laughs> like the daily mail which is another one of our trusted resources that kate and i go to daily mail tmz mm-hmm. yeah. yeah all the trades page six you know yep. radar online i mean we are yeah. at the top forget new york times forget al jazeera like we are really really at at the best um so the funeral photographers press all of this is going on then we start to hear things are settling down yes we start to hear about a life insurance policy kate we do it's a few weeks after the funeral and barbara babs yeah she received $4.3 $4.3 million due to his life insurance policy. Ooh. Twice, Ooh. more than twice his value alive. Mm-hmm. Not value, but net worth. And the cops, this, um, I'm sure, headed by Joseph Buffalino. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Uh, Joseph Buffalino was Joey. going through. The- hey, Joey, you want to never going to believe this? 
<laughs> is it Kelzone or pie today? Um, Bab's got four mil. <laughs> she's got four point three. Oh my god! Um, so, sorry to anyone who works at NYPD and anyone from New York because it's oh, really painful. Um, so they found out going through the phone records, Buffalino did that. Barbara called the insurance company five days prior to George getting pow powed. So. I mean, you're just like, come on, Bob. You didn't think of that. I mean, I know this was pre-internet and it was home phones, but come on. And then we learn, and I really, really wish this had been explored more. We learn very quickly. The narrator's telling the story. She gets this 4.3 million. The cops definitely now are suspecting her, but they really don't have evidence. I mean, I was having this discussion with somebody that in LA now, do you know it's something like 80% of murders go unsolved? Do you know that? It no. is Yeah. Murder oh. convictions are so hard because you can have circumstantial evidence. Right. But to get a conviction, they didn't have enough for her. So they wanted her. They watched her. She, I, th- th- this is the bit that I wished was um, discussed a little bit more. They just simply go, and she blew it all. She went and got a ton of surgery, shopping, trips, and then filed for bankruptcy. 4.3 million in the early 90s, and she blew every penny of it. I thought that was wild, too. I was like, that is its own documentary, probably. It is. At the bankruptcy hearing, she said she was on the brink of suicide. Because she spent it all. Some may say that she couldn't live with the guilt and was just numbing her pain with the money and all of that, but right. 4.3 million. She just went through it all. Spas, plastic surgery, traveling, shopping. Mm-hmm. She was she was living it up. She was. And yeah, like you say, it was they're obviously heavily suspicious of Barbara, mm-hmm. but it's all circumstantial. So then two years go by and mm-hmm. They still have nothing. And then something happens. This guy named Carlos gets arrested for a bad check that he wrote. So he's facing like 15 years in prison or something. Yeah, And he is trying to make a deal to get out of this. And so he's like, oh, you want a name? I have a name related to that George murder case from a couple of years back. Uh-huh. And they're like, what? Go on. And he ends up telling them that this man named Manny Martinez, he knows this guy. And they met at a restaurant a few months after George's murder. And Maddie, or sorry, Manny, admitted to being the intermediary in that murder and that Barbara ordered the hit. Yeah. Manny was Barbara's divorce lawyer in Puerto Rico. Ding, ding, ding. So they, um, they, she, as he said, he goes through the whole hit. Um, the lawyer even speaks to the post and says that um, they'll never get him for it. He'll never be convicted for it. Uh, very, very cocky, this guy. Um, this, yeah, Matty, Matty Martin. Um, and um, Carlos, so let me see, Carlos goes... Who is it that goes to jail? Is it Matty goes to jail? So Manny. Manny, so they, sorry, Manny. They um 
excuse me, they set up a call for Carlos to get Manny to repeat the story. And he says enough that they're able to subpoena his calls. They find 14 calls between Manny and the hitman. And so then they indict Manny in 1996 for the murder. But then just Mm. before they were going to like get him and all this, pick him up. They found out he was arrested in Mexico for something yeah. else for defrauding bank fraud. Cha- or- yeah, defrauding banks. This guy is a lawyer in the Upper East Side, and he's yeah. doing all this shit. Yep. So he Mexico's like hell no, you don't get him back. Like he's he is facing twenty years here, and he's going to serve those twenty years, and he did. So finally, and they oh, and they still don't have enough to uh, arrest Barbara. So she thought she got away with it. Finally, in 2007, Manny gets out of jail in Mexico. They try him in the States for second degree murder. Three days later, they found him guilty. Mm -hmm. And there's all these witnesses that are talking about how Manny, Manny would always say Barbara was the one who ordered the hit and benefited from it. And then she finally got arrested 17 years after the murder. Yep. And as you say, she was called the Black Widow because she would get she would get her funeral clothes were bespoke funeral clothes or everything she wore. She dressed in black for years. But I mean, she made a mess of her life, not just by hiring a hit on her ex-husband, but she got the money and then just messed all that up as well. Like she even got the money and it didn't last. It was very strange who she was and what happened to her. Essentially, I'm sure it, it was greed for the money because she found out Manny let her know that she was only going to get about two million in the divorce. So I think there was even less one, one million. Oh, one. That's it. Yeah. So she, it was greed, but it was also anger. You know, mm-hmm. he left her for this young woman. Yep. Um, what I found really strange, I don't know if you noticed this, Kate. So her name, the the girlfriend was Mary Louise. Okay. Yeah. And in every, they would show articles from the New York Post during this time. And they'd show photos or whatever of Mary Louise, but they would black out her last name. And I was like, why would you do that? Because it's really, it's really easy to find out the woman's last name. I don't know if maybe they, the, the American newspapers were not allowed to print her last name at the, no, well, they printed it, but they couldn't show it now. It was really, really odd. And I didn't know if anybody picked up on that. I found it really odd. They would just blank out her last name. It'd be like oh. Mary Louise and then blank it out when they were showing articles at the time. I didn't get that at all because you just Google her now and you find out her yeah. last name. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't pick up on that. You mean the show was blurring it out or the, the newspaper show was, itself? Yeah, oh. the show was. I was like, why would they? Interesting. I know. I don't know. Um, so like you say, she he got 25 years. I did a bit of, you know, we like to do our research after the fact through New York Post. Um, they're both out. Manny got 25 years out. That guy, Manny, I, I found him so interesting. As I say, Upper East Side New York lawyer during the 90s. He was probably running that town or could run that town, right? And he ended up back being in jail for years in Mexico, come back to the States, doing a qu- another quarter of a century in, uh, in um, America and now he's out. I'm like, dude, was any of that worth it? I mean, shit. Right. And he was so, 
so arrogant about yeah. it to the press too. Like you'll never get me. And he he just he seemed like a villain in a mm. cartoon or something. Like it was you'll never odd, catch yeah. me. It really was like that. He was probably he was probably doing so many dirty deals for so many people for so long. He probably yeah. really was. Um, but Barbara's out as well. So I started to find this. She was released last year. I believe. Let me, let me check her. Uh, she was released 2020. Oh. So, and she did 12 years in prison. Black Widow Barbara Kogan released after 12 years in prison for husband's murder. So I started to read this and she's, you know, she's 71 now, 77 now. I mean, she's an older lady now. And it was fascinating, this article, because the children have been very outspoken about her, against her, as have the mistress, the, well, then the girlfriend. She claims, and her name was Mary Louise Hawkins, Mm. um, that she said, quote, she's an animal. Barbara is extremely good at manipulating people, even parole officers. And this whole story goes on to say that this, this, um, his girlfriend at the time, George's girlfriend at the time, Mary Louise, went into hiding and has, um, she says, my parents' numbers were all unlisted. My number was all unlisted. But she, as in Barbara Cogan, would find their numbers, call them and harass them, claiming that I had all this stuff of George's that she wanted back. She harassed my family. She harassed me. And she got, she said she got her goons to come and harass me as well. And um, she says, that's why I'm in, that's why I'm in um, hiding. But she is an evil, evil woman. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So she wow. says, and it says that she spoke to the post um, in October of 2020 um, under the circumstances that they would not say anything about where she lives. She says she lives out the country. That's all they said. She lives out the country. But right. apparently she was like, harassing her family everyone oh my i i don't even know what to say yeah that's mm. that's rough that's rough that stuff. but i would love to know where she is now you probably she didn't give any um interviews barbara kogan the post would have lapped that up i know i i think i found the article you said this is in the new york post i just yeah, googled her and that came up yeah, of course um yeah she's got a very striking look about her too she does big, big eyes. So she did when she was younger. I mean, she's an old woman now. You know, she's in the late seventies. Right. right. Um, but it's been yeah, tw- it's been it was thirty years ago. Um, Hawkins says she's married um, and made a new life for her overseas. Um, though she would return to Manhattan frequently to meet with prosecutors and testify um, to help prosecutors um convict barbara's drug adult divorce lawyer manuel martinez for arranging the hit for 40 grand yes yeah, so she would come back i mean it's a crazy story so this guy was in drugs as well yeah he was off his head i think he probably yeah. got so deep into debt and drugs and his life was a mess and he just got into so much shit i wonder what happened to him though like i'd love to know where barbara kogan is now where manuel martinez is hey what is she up to because the children, from what I read, I may be wrong, but from what I read, the children have um have nothing to have nothing to do with her anymore, the two boys. Right. Oh, those poor guys. Well, they're fully grown men now. But they didn't they make a speech at the her trial or something? Mm. I think they said that in the end of towards the end of the 
episode, but God, yeah, they yeah. had to, they, they went through a lot. They guys. really did. Yeah. She said, Hawkins says um, she hoped to escape the press and Kogan's wrath when she fled to Europe three years after the murder in 1993. Oh, so she, I mean, that was before she even was convicted. So she, right. three years after, and she said, um, uh, oh, I just lost my page. She said, um, quote, just as I would begin to breathe, she told the parole board, thinking I was finally free of her, either Barbara or one of her goons would call unexpectedly with more than a hint of malice. She says, you have no idea what real panic and despair is until you see someone you love lying down in a pool of blood. No, a torrent of blood. Mm. See, they didn't say, they got this wrong. Apparently Mary... um, found George's body, but they said in the New York Post, they never mentioned in the in the reenactment that she found the body, but it, I found that in two quotes now that she actually f- found him on the on the street. Yeah, they they said it was the doorman yeah. and then the ambulance was called. I probably, if he died outside of his, if he was returning right to his apartment building, maybe the doorman came out and then she came down and saw him in the blood that she's referencing here maybe that's how it worked i don't know yeah that makes sense but she claims here she saw him lying down in the street um oh i oh yeah go get mary louise i'm dying the stricken bogan told the doorman his last words there you go so he was killed he must have been killed right outside his apartment building this article on daily mail Mm. says according to witnesses hawkins screamed it's the wife yep i see that witnesses have said hawkins screamed over kogan's body i mean you know hawkins came from money as well she wasn't like some girl that was after him for the money apparently she came from money and was doing well but this barbara wow Yeah, yeah, learning more and more, I feel less and less bad for because watching this, I was like, oh man, that was a really rough time for Barbara because yeah. I'm pretty sure they said, like, from the time Mary Louise came in to be their PR person for the antique shop, I'm pretty sure they said it was like two weeks before he, he was shacked up with Mary Louise. And I was it just was like, so bad. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, that must have been really hard to deal with. And she obviously had some sort of break, mental break, and, mm-hmm. you know, did all of this. Not that I'm excusing it or anything, but I was just like, damn, that was that was fast and really hard for her probably. But now i'm like oof what all was going on in that relationship there was i think there was a hell of a lot yeah Yeah. that we don't know about what would you rate this polly i enjoyed it i actually watched another one afterwards i would rate this out of 600 pounds of learning i would say i give it a steady 400 i agree with that i concur Mm -hmm. okay perfect It it was polished and entertaining as far as like the pacing it kept me interested uh yeah that was pretty Mm -hmm. good okay so that means guys that we are going to go over to a wheel of shame to get our new show for next week but i would recommend checking out there was like one series and there was different types of um murders and crimes and things on there check it out it was it was check it out 
It was pretty good. Um, all right, let's go over to our Wheel of Shame, Kate. Come on, join me. Let's go. <laughs> Guys, we're at the Wheel of Shame. Guys, we're here. Woo! We're at the Wheel of Shame. Um, it's looking sparse. It's looking sparse. And I say that every week. I know there's shit I need to add on here. But there was also stuff I had to get rid of. There were ones that we'd repeated and there were ones that were just so much like the other shows. I'm like, we're not we're not doing that. I right. keep seeing on here um, the one that I think when we get it, I don't know how we're going to deal with it. Or did I take it off? Oh, no, I think I took... Oh, see, I took it off. It was the big, big family or big little family or whatever. It was one of those. But anyway... Having said that, having said that, there are some stuff on there that we do want to watch. Kate, any particular thing you would like to throw to the altar of Wheel of Shame right now? Maybe I think it would be fitting if you put, um, because you put Thousand Pound Sisters back on, right? Since I did. There's a new season. I know. I know. I was thinking that. So I was thinking that. that. I think I would like that to be our assignment, so I can just get caught up on it. <laughs> okay all right let's do this come on okay. it's gonna be on it oh shit i've got naked and afraid on here but mm. i don't know if i can watch that because they kill animals on that don't they because they're all in the jungle that's why i could never watch that right. show yeah well let's hope we don't get this guys three two <clears throat> one spin <gasps> round and round she goes where she stops we do because we got oh this is so fitting this is this is it's not a thousand pound sisters but it is basically what we just watched it's called deadly affairs <laughs> damn it okay so it's going to be people killing people that had affair with their spouse and that's it that's the end of the show boom done covered <laughs> Guys, we'll try and pick a semi-interesting one. And I promise, I know I've said this for about three and a half months in a row, but I will add some more stuff to this with the show. But I did go on. I added a couple of things on there. But I also went on and there's stuff I'm not watching any. And I'm telling you now, Kate, any of those property shows, and especially the ones with those two brothers that are madly in love with each other sexually. <laughs> I'm not watching it. Did you watch um that movie that just came out um we're twins we're fucking identical twins oh god it's these twins who fall in love with each other anyways um it is <laughs> yeah it's a crazy movie oh my god like seriously like sexually in love with each other yeah <laughs> is it based on the property brothers no um, <laughs> well maybe dicks maybe. it's called dicks the musical shout out oh um, okay got it yeah, i've seen that advertised i haven't seen it though the i also have to say i googled deadly affairs and sure. the, co the cover of this is so unserious <laughs> like what, it's it this woman with big 80s hair and yes a man with a tie standing next to her and she's grabbing onto the tie and staring into the camera. Oh, beautiful work. I will say, guys, we're going to get a ton of good reenactments on this. When I mean good, I mean shit. So yeah. um, that will be good to chat about, I think. So we're going to do Deadly Affairs. We'll put on our Instagram, Tender Loving Care podcast, which episode we are going to cover, but it's going to be fantastic. That's all I can say. It's going to be fantastic. Yes, come join us next week. Also, join us for all the other episodes we have going on every week. We have Bravo episode coming up that will come out on Friday. We covered 90 Day Fiance 
the most recent episode yesterday. We also will have a Patreon episode coming out. Um, are we doing the sorority one, right? We are. Yes, we are. Bama yes. Rush. Bama yeah. Rush. Bama Rush. Well, can you imagine <laughs> me trying to do the accents? Oh, I'm going to have a field day. I can't wait to talk about that with you. Yeah. So there's a lot going on. Check it out. You can join our Patreon, like we are saying earlier, by clicking on the link in the description of the podcast episode you're listening to right now. And it'll take you to a landing page where you can sign up. It's really easy. It's $5 a month. There's a ton of stuff on there. So join us. Um, anything else, Polly? I think that's it. Just want to say thank you. You're all bloody wonderful for listening and contacting us. We respond to every single DM we get. So we love you. We see you and um, you're amazing. And we are excited for what we're going to bring you this year. Uh, baby pick and chocolate. All right. Peace <laughs> out, guys. Um, Deadly Affairs next week. Join us on Friday for a Bravo show and our Patreon. Sign up to our Patreon. Only five bucks. Bye-bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.